everyone. We are back with Aaron and we're talking all things health and fitness. Uh, in our last episode, we talked about diet. And on this one, we want to talk about movement and exercise. I read a book, Aaron, several years ago entitled Blue Zones. Um, and it went and like through research, they found communities and pockets. And it's very interesting. Pockets of people around the world who live longer than the rest of society. And they noticed that these people had trends and there were certain things that they all grouped together in. But one of them is that they were all kind of in rural areas um, that were not as developed uh, economically as others. And they found um, things like they didn't have chairs. Okay. They had to sit on the floor. Yeah. And when you, you get up from the floor and move, it's a whole different range of motion than when you're getting up from a chair. Yeah. And that out of little things like that, of having, you know, however many times we sit down and get up compared to getting on the floor and sitting and getting up from the floor, they noticed that it, it had an impact across all of their physicality and then their physicality impacted their longevity, mm -hmm. that they had not only greater longevity, but also greater strength. And in our society, it seems like we place so much emphasis on comfort. Yes. We want comfortable chairs. We want comfortable beds. We yeah. want comfortable seats, sofas. Even when we go to the gym, it's like, how, how comfortable can I get? But you said something in the break that I think is so important. If we don't use it, we will lose it. 100. And so talk to me about how you think in terms of movement. What does movement look like to you in that regard? Well, it can be something as simple as like that. We were in, during the break, we're talking about, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. And in our society, like you said, I love that sitting on the floor. That is so good. The mobility it takes to sit cross-legged, get on the ground, get back up. You're using so much of your body because like we were saying, the average person, so many people need knee replacements or hip replacements in our society because they never squat. They yes. never get down that low. Or we all remember the commercials are, I've fallen and I can't get up, right? right? Press the button. <laughs> well, why is that? It's because we never get on the ground. <laughs> we never get on the ground and have to get back up, right? It's like everybody sits in chairs where I heard a quote that sitting is as bad as smoking. Yes, you know? yes. So it's like, it's not good for you. So get on the ground, learn to squat down, you know, don't bend over from that, from that waist and pick stuff up squat down and pick something up yes getting uh get used to using those knees using those hips and then yeah getting on the floor don't sit in the chair sit on sit on the floor with the kids play some games at home whatever it might be and practice just getting up because otherwise like you said you might not be able to get up if you fall down one day if yeah. you're not used to it it's so interesting like in america our medical world is so advanced that it can keep us from like dying young and that type of thing with new treatments and surgeries and all those types of things. But what's the point in living long if I can't live while I'm living and being able to move and have vitality and all of those things? Yes. And, and I think like, you know, even I saw a report a couple of um, weeks ago where if you get 10,000 steps a day, it has a direct correlation on dementia. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that kind of thing that like, we, we were so aware of like, I don't want to lose my mind as I age and those types of things. That's like, well, so much of your mind is connected to your body. 
Um, and all those things, if I will learn to move and if I will, will learn to kind of do those things, it will help. So talk to me about what movement looks like in your life, both from a longevity standpoint, but also from a health and fitness kind of thing on a day in day out basis. What does movement look like for you? Uh, well, for me, um, like I was saying, we try to do a family walk every single day I'll okay. go up to the Flowwood nature trail and we'll try to do at least one or two laps around there. It's a mile each time. So we just get in that habit of, Hey, we love being in nature breathe some good air get out of the house get that sunlight on us and get that body moving and then um, on top of it then we like to do a lot of yoga I started doing a lot of yoga a few years back just to get some good movement in my body right you know so that, that's one thing that I, I think people are, are very um, ignorant of is stretching mm -hmm. and and I know for me that was one of those things that um, you know, when you think in terms of working out, especially as a young man, it's like you go in the gym and you just pop. But like the older I get, the more I'm like, I want to be able to move well mm -hmm. and move with these and have loose shoulders and have loose hips and those yeah. kinds of things. Well, that's another thing. Like if you're out at the, you know, I refer to kids a lot because I have three kids. So, you know, we're at the playground a lot or whatnot. As an adult, go jump on some monkey bars and try to get across. <laughs> see, see how you do. You know, you take it for granted. You're like, yes. wow, like. Whether yeah. it's your, your grip strength, it's like it's so important to use our hands. Again, you see, you know, elderly folks, they can't hold things. It yes. It's harder for their hands a lot of times. It's like get used to doing things like just doing some hangs. We'll sit there and just do hangs, do some monkey bars for the shoulders. And then again, just getting that body to move, squatting down, sitting, walking, running, sprinting is a big thing. Yes. You know, doing long distance runs is something that I learned to love in the last five years or so mm -hmm. but sprinting does magic for the body if you can get out there and make yourself run fast for just 20 yards 30 yards yeah and then walk back sprint again full blast yes walk back sprint again all out and it makes why does that affect the body in that way why is that so well it's just that intensity yeah. you know it's that intensity when you're really pushing yourself to the max, you know, not just a, not just a, a, a fast jog. I mean, as fast as you can run. Yep. And that's just, again, the body has so many hormones. When you start working out intense, you're going to start increasing your testosterone, your growth hormone in the body that are naturally, you know, it's the greatest say growth hormone yes. is the fountain of youth. Yes. So it's like, well, and there's for men, I've read a lot about that with, with human growth hormone, testosterone, all of those things. And so many people are looking to get that just from the outside of like, and once again, I think that's kind of how we always think, especially as Americans, it's like, let me go get a prescription, yeah. get whatever to, you know, honestly make it more convenient for me where I don't have to do anything. But I love how you said in our last episode that the body really is a pharmacy. And that out of that, you can begin moving your body in such a way that what should be produced is being produced in my own body and, right. and from these types of things. And so how does movement like that as men and women, uh, you know, help with some of those things that begin to have and, you know, a release of those fountains of youth uh, type hormones that kind of hit, that give us energy and vitality. And yeah. Strength. Well, I found it's, it, it's that intensity factor. It's, it's the more intense you work, the more those are going to be produced in the body. Okay. And then there's so much too. It's the mind, you know, the mind is where it all starts because the stress response is what yes. creates cortisol in the body. Right which is going to deteriorate any type of results you really want. So when I'm thinking in my mind, stressed out thoughts that right there yes. can do so much damage to the body. So it's, 
It's like, okay, get control of our mind. And people that are trying to get into good shape, I see so much is, especially depending on your, your past, is, is like, what are you filling your head with? What are you, when you look in the mirror, how do you see yourself? You know, it's such a difference when you look at yourself and you speak down to yourself or you're not, and you're not grateful or appreciate what you do have or the body you do have, like, and you're just beating yourself up all the time. Yeah. That creates so much negative, negative energy and it creates, like, again, if you're stressed out, next thing you know, that cortisol kills everything. Yes. So it's, it's get out of the head. You know, you know, appreciate God that we got this amazing body, got an awesome day. I can go out here, I can start being active and then just take that opportunity to just retrain that mind. So you're not beating yourself up all the time because just thoughts alone, you know, it can create terrible things in the body. Well, and I've noticed, too, even in in my life, like the connection between the mind and the body, because when when you when I first started going on this this journey to begin getting healthier, I was in a place where I was very unhealthy. I was not movement moving, was not in a gym. I sat a lot, all of those kinds of things. And I, I felt it. And so I began to get on this journey. And like you said, when I would look in the mirror, I would be honestly like so much of my journey was um, I, I was putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then I had several moments of shame mm-hmm. that like um, um, a realization that this can't continue going in this direction anymore. Uh, but even like in those moments of shame, that shame, like you said, was so toxic for me to lose weight. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go out there and look stupid in a gym. I don't want to go out there and look stupid in a sports program. I don't want to go out there and not be able to do it and that kind of thing. And and so your, your, your mind is releasing all that cortisol in, mm-hmm. in your body that way. And then it's also limiting the action. But then when I began to kind of break through that barrier and I got active, I began noticing changes in my body. Yeah. I began noticing I'm feeling better. I began noticing like, okay, I see a little bit of muscle development in the mirror, in the mirror. And then when you're looking in the mirror, all of a sudden the mind begins to shift a little bit too. there. Like I'm seeing progress and yeah. I'm seeing some strength and I'm seeing those things. And that actually helped like that mind body connection of getting in movement and getting in shape and starting that journey. And of course, where I started then is, is not where I am now and where I'll be a year from now is not where I am now. You know, we're taking that, that process of constant and never ending improvement and believing we can do that even as we age. But I think that that's a big thing is for people to just get started, like get out of the head, see yourself as fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I think that really helped me years ago when that doctor told me that he's like, don't when you see fat on your body, don't think of it as like some horrible thing. God actually designed that to store energy. You just have too much of it. So see it as energy and begin like releasing it. And when you feel hunger and you feel some of those things, that's, that's, you know, your body's breaking down the energy that it has stored to begin fueling this movement. Rejoice. And like the feeling of that and, 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 and enjoy how God made your body. But even like thinking in terms of those things, uh, where, you know, something that the world would consider very negative is like, no, it's actually a beautiful system God created because before we had, you know, Kroger and like all these other stores where food was on every corner, we needed a system in our body to store energy because I might go two weeks before I see right. something else I can hunt or gather. So it's actually like a beautiful system God made, but let's honor that system yeah. and let's see it for what it is. And I, I love that. So when you go to the, the gym 
you know, and work out that way. I, I love what you said, though, of how like the gym is part of it, but it's just a part. There is walks with family. There is movements throughout the day, sitting on the floor and standing up. Um, I've got a buddy of mine. He said, like, I, I, he, he went on this journey of health and he said, I, you know, I didn't get, um, you know, in the shape I was in just by eating three meals a day. I had a lot of snacks. And so for him, he calls them workout snacks where it's like, I'm going to do 20 squats right now or, you know, get up against the wall and push against the, the wall, do wall pushes, yeah. you know, 20, 20 times. But just do a lot of snacks throughout the day, living a life of movement or shooting for 10,000 steps. But outside of that life of movement, when you go to the gym, what do you do that you have seen has produced the biggest results for you and you'd recommend for people? Well, first of all, it's just getting started. I, so I did a video a couple months ago on when you wake up in the morning, you know you need to be active, but you just don't want it. You just you don't have the motivation, whatever it is. Start slow, you know. So if if you you're, you're like, okay, well, I got up, start beating yourself up. I should have got up and went to the gym. I'm late now. I'm not gonna make it. Okay, well, you can still do something. Yes. Why don't you just stop and do five squats and do five push-ups? Yes. And then do five sets of that. Yeah. So just five squats, five push-ups, and then do it five times. Hmm. And then before you know it, that body's going to do what it was meant to do. And it's going to start creating those chemicals in your body that are going to make you feel good. The endorphins are going to start kicking in. And it's going to help with that pain. Next thing you know, your brain's starting to wire to be motivated. Next thing you're like, okay, I just did 25 squats and 25 push-ups. I can do 25 more. I yeah. got this. Yeah. And now you want to do it. Now you have that desire. So it's like start slow. Get yourself moving. Don't beat yourself up. And remember, it takes, what, 30, 60, 90 days to create a habit, right. whatever, whoever Depending says, you know, and that, yeah. So it's like, look at that. Just don't beat yourself up. Be active every day, whether it's getting up and you can say, okay, I'm going to commit to, like I said, five, um, 25 squats in the morning, 25 push-ups. Yeah. And I'm just going to do that for 30 days. Next thing you know, it's like, wow, the whole, everything has changed for me. Like I've created a habit and now, now, like, you know, how long have you been consistently working out now? Probably eight years. Okay. Yeah. And if you miss a good portion yes. of time, how do you feel? Yes. Oh, you feel bad. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. you, you get beating yourself up, yeah. which isn't good to beat yourself. But at the same time, it's like, well, you're beating yourself up because you know, you that want, you want yeah. that. Yeah. So it makes all the difference. And when I go to the gym, you know, for me, I try to do things that I enjoy because yes. it's going to make a big difference. So um, I, I did stints with CrossFit. Uh, CrossFit was good. But again, that high intensity constantly wasn't, you know, I'll do it once in a while. I'm more of a bodybuilder type. True. I like to go in there. I like to like to this morning, I did biceps and triceps. Um, but I do the, I don't take big breaks. You know, I'll do a set of biceps, then I'll do triceps right after it. And so that heart rate stays at like that hundred. And that's what you're kind of looking for there is your heart rate, making sure it's staying in a zone Correct. where there is a little bit of burn. Correct. Cause yeah, you, you got your fat burning zones where you can keep yourself going and you're going to burn more fat that way. Otherwise, if you get that heart rate higher, then you're focusing more, like you said, on the cardio, cardio, cardiovascular health, right. which is extremely important. But at the same time, that produces cortisol when you're doing too much that high intensity right. too. So it's, you know, it's that fine balance and finding what you enjoy to do, you know, yeah. find a workout partner, find somebody, my wife and I, I, I encourage anybody that can get their spouse in the gym yes. and work out. It makes all the difference in the world. You, you motivate each other. You start all of a sudden, next thing you know, she's re seeing results. You're seeing results. Like you said before, it's like, wow, okay. Now I like, I'm <laughs> getting more excited to go do this. Now I actually got a little bit of muscle or I'm yes. losing some fat, whatever it is. No, I would, I would say for me and Pep, that's been a big thing is for us to find something that we could do together. 
I love how you mentioned, like, don't think that exercise has to be done a certain way. Find what you enjoy. And even for your own life, I'm, I travel a lot. And years ago, I was talking to a buddy of mine who was in shape. And I'm like, my problem is that I can just never get in the gym. I'm traveling so much on and on and on. And he just, he grabbed me and he said, Joel, exercise is all around you. It's like the floor is exercise. That wall can be exercise. That, you know, chair can be exercise. It's all around you. And so he told me uh, exactly two of the exercises you mentioned. He said, I want you to do four sets of 25 squats, push-ups, and then hold a plank for a minute. And he said, do four rounds of that. And he said, if you do that, he said, that'll work a full body. Squats will work the legs. Push-ups will work the arms and the back. And plank will work everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that kind of thing. It'll work abs, back, a little bit of legs, shoulders. Well, I say it all the time. Some of the strongest people in the world are gymnasts. Yes. And they don't use weights when they work out. It's all body weight. Yes. So you don't need a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, that floor, just gravity itself <laughs> trying to, yeah, that's all you need, a little gravity. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But no, I, I, I love that. And now there are so many ways to do it. But find what you enjoy. Find what works for your schedule. But move and begin to use the body in that way. And then as you move it, like you said, I've, I've really gotten to that place where my body does physically crave it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's for me, I, I find it to be a stress release. I find it to be something that builds relationships. Um, I work out with my children. I work out with my wife. And I work out with some buddies. And all of those relationships, they get stronger yeah. when you do it together. Like there is something wonderful that happens um, even sure. on that front as well, which I think, you know, and they say, like you said, sitting is just as bad for us as smoking. I found that having a friend, um, new technology, our new research has come out on that. But like having a strong friend is just as beneficial for you as cutting smoking. Yeah. Uh, that, that out of that, if you bring in these people in your life who are sources of joy. So even if you can add that in. I think that helps to make the workout more enjoyable. And it also helps with accountability uh, that you can begin to, to build that out. Yeah, the group fitness, you know, group fitness has become so big yeah. in the last few years. And that's what my wife does. And it's become her community is so awesome. They love that. They go there and they root each other on. And it's just such an awesome thing to see people that are all there, you know, maybe not the best shape, wherever you, wherever you are, they all come in there together and they all work and they all high five each other and love on each other. And it makes a big difference when you have a group of people that are all trying to, you know, head in the same direction. That's right. One of the things that you may mention of that I I want to to just talk about just briefly, and I've noticed this in my own life, I'm currently involved in a high intensity type workout. Um, I've done that before. But one of the things that I've read about here recently is that when you do that every day, it can release cortisol in the body, which is the same thing that happens when we are stressed. And to kind of rotate that in with some rest days, with a, a long walk or a bike ride or something like that, or some strength training days where it's less intense and and a little bit more methodical. What have you seen in your own life in that way? Would you say that's accurate and and that kind of thing? I think so, 100%. The cortisol, I see it with my wife, especially females. They say, you know, you don't want a 
too much of that cortisol. So it's, you know, I, I think it's great for the cardiovascular health. That's yes. why I fell in love with running. You know, running is something I despised. I was a sprinter when I was young. Never learned how to run long right. distance. I would just start fast. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't move anymore. But now I learned getting in. It's such a mind workout, too. Right? Yes. Because it's just you against you. Yes. So I get into that head and I start slow, almost like a fast walk, you know, it's really slow jog and let that body do what it's supposed to do. Again, I can't stress that enough is let the body give it time to start creating the hormones it needs because those endorphins, right. they kill the pain. Yes. They're painkillers. Yes. So, yeah. Is it hard to start working out? Is it painful? Sure is. But I tell you what, if you give it just a little bit of time and warm up properly, it'll be a lot less painful. You'll be a lot more motivated and then create, you know, for me, I, I have mantras that I run through my head when I'm working out. So I don't let that mind get control of me. Oh, this is too hard. Oh, I can't do another set. Start that conversation first before that conversation starts for you. Yes. Because that conversation will tell you all the things, all the reasons you need to stop, why you're not strong enough, why you're not good enough, why you don't look good, all these things. But if you start that conversation, it's going to be make all the difference in the world. You know, um, I can do all things through God yeah. who gives me strength. That's what I pre that's what I runs through my head every time when I'm running. And I don't give it time to stop and let any other that's thought so come good. in. Right. Now, and that's funny you say that because I was about to say my, my son, um, he's gotten into football, he's gotten into weights, he really enjoys it. He's picking up a lot of muscle mass, that kind of thing. Uh, but he'll work out with some men. It's funny because he's he's getting there where he's stronger than some of the guys he works out with. And so they'll ask him, like, what are you doing? And he's like, every time I'm working out, I'm thinking I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can get another rep. I can get another exercise. And I thought that that was kind of a neat kind of perspective. But I think that that's good, too. It's like knowing this is a place and working out as a place when I challenge my body it will take my mind and my spirit further as well. That this is a chance not just to, very seldom in life do we ever approach limits mm -hmm. um, because we're afraid of them. And so like we'll, we'll sit at a place financially or we'll sit at a place in our marriage and we'll sit at a place in our business and it's just in that same place of our body where we've reached a limit. And we haven't bust past in a long time. And right below that limit, that ceiling is comfort. Yeah. And when we get to this place where like we're willing to challenge those limits and, and to really believe they can be challenged and broken, whether it is financially or whether it is in health or whether it is in these areas and you begin to do it, you feel good yeah. and you feel well and it makes the spirit come alive. And one of the things that helps, I think, challenge those limits is when we begin to challenge them physically. Uh, before, I couldn't run a half a mile, but now I am. I couldn't run a mile, but I will. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then you do. And you. it's like, okay, like I can set these 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 limits, but they truly are just in the mind. Uh, like the body can do far more. My life can accomplish far more if I can beat and conquer those limits. And that's one thing that I've seen that getting uh, in shape physically has helped me do in every arena of life is to see the rough is only mental. Yeah. Um, and that out of that through Christ, we really can do all things. Yeah, you're, you're right there. It makes all the difference in the world when you can get control of those thoughts. Um, uh, I, I can't tell you how many times. And then after the workout, though, too, like I said, it's there's not many things that feel better when you're done with your work on your life and you didn't want to do it. You didn't want to go to the gym. You didn't want to get the work running. And then you just get yourself to do it. And you're like, ah. Oh, 
gosh, that felt good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so much good because, you know, there's no growth inside the comfort zone. Yes. There's no growth there. So you've got to, if you want to grow, whatever, whatever it is, like you said, in your marriage or your business or um, physically, you've got to get out of that comfort zone and quit living there and yes. just change your thoughts about it. You know, tie it to something that's, that makes you feel better when you think about it. Don't, if, if you, if you dread working out every single time you think about it or being active or moving, just try to change the way you look at it. One of my favorite quotes is change the way you change the way you look at things and things you look at will change. Mm, That's good. Right. (laughs) It's like, you just have to realize that, especially if you're looking at your body every single day and you're telling yourself how you don't like it, how you're beating yourself up, like just change. And sometimes we've got to fake it till we make it. Yes. You know, just start telling yourself, I'm not this, I'm good. You know, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not the most fit, but I know, you know, if I start working out, you know, I'll get stronger. And, you know, if I, if I work out two days a week, you know, it's better than one. And if I work out three days, okay, maybe if I continue doing this, I'll get a little bit strong. Oh, wow. You know, you know, now I actually like going to the gym. You know, I got some buddies. Okay. Now, next thing you know, 30 days later, you're like, man, I can't believe I missed a day at the gym. Yeah. Oh man. And you will just totally see that shift. If you just, Give yourself a little grace. Now, well, it's so interesting. I'll close with this because I know we're, we're kind of going over. But um, years ago, when I first started this process of getting healthier, I, I got in like a boot camp. This guy came down and he challenged me. He's like, you've been helping me spiritually. I want to help you physically meet me at this football field the next morning. And so I did. And so after a couple of weeks, um, you know, I'm feeling it, but I, I would have never signed up for that because of the mental barrier, the mental block of my mind. Like I said, I don't want to look foolish. I don't want to get out there and, and fear failure. I don't want to get out there and just prove to myself and others how in, in bad of shape I am. But like, that was that barrier of like, okay, I've got to do it. Like I told him I would, you know, that kind of thing. But a couple of weeks in, we are out there doing a drill and he shouts out over the whole football field. And this is so powerful of having these type of people in your life. He's like, Joel Sims, you are an athlete. I only wish I would have found you a couple of years ago. You, you, what you can do and how you move with your body is phenomenal. Now, like, in that moment, um, it just penetrated my soul. And this thought and this idea came to me that I never had before of like, I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an athlete. I never had. And, and, and now I look back at it. And I'm like, how did I go 33 years of life without a thought like that ever coming into my consciousness? And like who, like who we are is so much more than what our minds have allowed us to be. And if we will get that overall sense of positivity of like, I am an athlete. I am strong. God has given me grace. I can conquer all these limits. I can go out and I can be this in life. I can make this amount of money. I can be at this level spiritually. I can have this type of marriage. I can have this type of body and kind of lead with that and challenge those limits and have that belief in God and that belief that he's given us and because of our relationship with him, a belief that we can have about ourselves, how we can push past those physical limits. Yeah. And I love, I love that you said that because it, it makes a big difference. All of a sudden you're like, wow. Yeah. 
I am an athlete. You know, I can do this. And then it's just that shift. Also, And when you're working out with other people, that's why it's so good to get in that group setting. You yes. know, get those other guys that are going to encourage you, that are going to motivate you, gonna, that are going to speak life into you when yes. you don't always have it going on the right <laughs> way in your own head. So come on. You are an athlete, yes, Joe. That's right. Right? <laughs> thank you, Aaron. You are too. And so are you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending time with us. Yes. Really, I enjoyed it uh, so thank much. You. I enjoyed it. Doing it again. Awesome. Right. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.